It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kirk. And I'm Steve. Hope you guys are doing well out there. Um, we continue into the blazing hot weather of um, the summer, and nothing's still open. No, nothing. And they're closing more things. More things are closing. Oh, uh, we can't get our numbers our, down. Uh, I, I guess they know where our podcast comes from, don't they? Mm, they know where it's we have from. what? In, in uh, Hamilton County, that's where Cincinnati is. Is it the whole state mandatory mask, or is it just those five it's, counties? It's five or six counties, yeah. Yeah, but I think Kentucky's mandatory a whole state. Yeah. Now, speaking getting, of that. Getting crazy. I went to a party last night. There was 200 people there. Okay. Me and an old lady were the only ones wearing masks. I would have left. You know? I'm not staying. Uh, they had good food. I would have probably stayed for a little while. <laughs> 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 I would have I eaten in the parking lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's not get crazy. There's no reason to run out of no, food. No, no reason to run out and free and you beer. And you know, if you're at a party, it's my favorite food at a party. Free, free food. Free food. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, and, and the food was good, and the people were great. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, you see that more and more. Uh, on, on the news, you see everybody in masks. In right. real life. Right. Nobody's got a mask on. Well, they only shoot the people with masks on on the news. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, doing. and you and I both know, Americans are spoiled rotten. Oh, yeah. We're not putting on masks. You know, tell, tell the story, because mm-hmm. I tell my friends the story. Mm-hmm. When you were in Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. and they put a curfew out. Oh, And yeah. they literally oh, yeah. knocked some heads. Oh, no. If you, no. They, they, so... When we were down there, right before we left, everything started, which is why we left. <laughs> uh, we left 10 days early. And uh, the curfew had just started. So you had to be in the house by, I don't know, I think it was 6 o'clock at this time. Well, you know, here I can imagine, like, cops or deputies would pull up and be like, hey, you're going to get a ticket. Well, no, they don't pass out no tickets down there. <laughs> oh, no. What do they call them? Truncheons, those long sticks. Oh yeah, they they start knocking heads, and they get people off the streets because it's serious, you know. And you can't you that, it just blows Americans' minds. No, I know. That's oh. why a lot of Americans are against wearing masks. Well, you know what they did too down there, um, and this is just an observation. I'm not saying it's wrong at all, but what they the other thing they did was they would they they would drive around the cops on a pickup truck. If you didn't have a mask on, they'd throw you in the truck and take you down to jail and lock you up. And they would put you in a cell, like men, women, everything, all in the same cell. They'd lock you up overnight. Yeah, yeah, they they were serious. You know, I have all the respect, and I don't want to get into a political show, obviously. You know, we don't do that. We just have fun. I have all the respect for that, but I think some of these people, one night, if you just took away your liberties, you would really appreciate how good we got it. Yeah, just do, yeah, just do it like One for night, real. Not, the purge. Yeah, not like <laughs> yeah, really, not like taking away your liberty by asking you to wear a mask. Yeah. But if they really did it, did you would 
be so grateful. Now, why do you think everybody wants to come to America? Exactly. Nobody wants to go to Russia. <laughs> Nobody's leaving here to go to China. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's just, that's just kind of our take on that. And, and we're not a political show, so I don't want to get Yeah, into we don't want to get into that. But let's, Steve has told me, you know, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, the Oakley Pub and Grill, my favorite local place, uh, won the core extra award for um, most efficient carryout. Yes, and, and that's uh, the most efficient carryout in the city. Yeah, yeah. For me, it is. So now Steve has a couple of more awards. So this show here, we're going to highlight the core extra awards. Well, you know, we, we just want to give one or two awards each show. Right. So, you know, we don't want to, because a lot of people don't come to Cincinnati, but these are for the people that live here. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and, and, and if you and do come. If you do come, you should check these places check out. Check them out, yes. Because we like to highlight local places. You know, and, never, we're never going to give an award to a chain. No, never. Um, we, we would like to highlight local stuff because that's what drives the economy, the local places, you know. Our next award is for best local pet store. Best local pets. Don't you like those guys on TV to repeat everything? Carmacker, is that his yeah, name? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> best local pet store. All right. All right. So, the best local pet store in is? Cincinnati is... Growing Trade Pet and Plant. It is in Northside, Cincinnati, Ohio, on Spring Grove Avenue. Wow, nice. So tell us about it. Tell us sure. about what's it's, going this, on in this not only trade, pet and plant. does pets, plants, but they also have organic Eggs, chicken breasts, things for the whole family, really. And when I say pet food, they have food for horses, little pigs, really, rabbits, dogs, cats, obviously. Really? And if they call them, they deliver within 24 hours. Oh, they even deliver? They deliver. All over in our immediate area, right? I can't swear, but I believe... Probably within, just like a delivery service. Right. Probably right. within a certain area. Wow, that's pretty cool. And, and you know, they have all organic dog biscuits, hmm. all organic uh, dog treats. Right. One of the things that my dog loves the most are the chicken feet. <laughs> chicken, actual feet. Feet with the toenails and everything oh. on them. And they, and they somehow uh, dehydrate them mm-hmm. so they're real crunchy. Right. They have a really good taste to them. Really? Especially the toenails. Oh. Well, you know, you get you get accustomed to it. Yeah, I'm not eating that. Well, you already well, it's a pet, have. It's a pet food store. You <laughs> already have when you came over for Chinese food one night. We had right. chicken feet. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Yeah. but Congratulations. They, it's one of the best ones in the city. I recommend everyone going here, and I recommend you all trying everything that they have. Well, that's pretty cool. We have to get them a certificate. Yep. So they can proudly display it. Yes. 
Well, that, um, that could be them there calling. That that's probably is. Maybe, they, maybe Thank they, you very much. Maybe they've heard the news already some magically. Yeah. <laughs> now. They know that they won. This is our second one. Oh, you, oh, you have another I one. I have two of them. I have oh. two of them today. Oh, okay. This is best bait shop restaurant. Best bait shop restaurant. You know I have to repeat it. First, who are the who are the competitors in this? Is it a lot of bait bait, bait shoppers? We have two competitors. Okay, I know it can't be that. But Casey's many. is the place to go. Casey's is the one. Casey's bait shop and restaurant. No, oh, okay. Tell us about Casey's. I'm gonna tell you right now. They have the best fishing needs. You know, supplies, bait, right? Everything that you can have for. You know, your fishing needs. I'm not a big fisherman, but I went inside. I checked it. I checked the two places. The only bait shops are dying. You know, they're kind of falling by the wayside. You can now get your worms or whatever at Kroger's. But, uh, I or, mean, uh, Kmart. Or out of your backyard. Yeah, I your never, backyard. I never really understood going to buy worms, but I'm not a fisherman, so. <laughs> Casey's has got everything from minnows to crickets to worms, two different styles of worms. So I didn't know that they also serve food. So you actually can walk up to the koi pond and pick yourself out a koi, and they fry them up. So, and I'm telling you, they have the best koi sandwiches in the city. They may have the only koi sandwiches in the city. I was city. just going to say that. But anyway, I tried it. Pick yourself a blue one. They're a lot less fishier. So Casey's Bait. Shop and restaurant. I bet you, I bet you the items are just flying off the shelf in Casey's, aren't they? Well, well congratulations, Casey. Casey. You're doing yes. a bang-up job over there. Keep up the good work. You know, I have an option when I walk out of the house if I want a worm. I could make a scoop in my front yard, or I can go to Casey's and buy them. You know, in this little town in Ohio where I used to work, they had a vending machine that you could, like a pop machine, like a soda pop machine, but it was worms. I've seen those You've before. Seen those? Yes. I'd never seen them until that day. And you go in there and you get worms. Again, worms that they've dug out of the ground somewhere. We or, used to dig, when I was a kid and we would fish, we would dig them up. I, uh, I knew a guy who used to have worm farm. He had a worm farm and would, I guess, grow them. I guess that's what you do. You grow worms. I've never seen a worm babies or anything, so I don't know. You've never seen a baby worm. A baby worm, so I don't know how, how you grow them, but he had a worm farm, and, and it was in his garage, and he had all these uh, against the wall, all these cases with, like, sawdust in them, and then he had the worms growing in them. And he would sell them to... Um, Fisherman, I guess. F- fishery. Uh, he'd sell them to Casey's Bait Shop. <laughs> right. Um, I know that uh, his basement, his garage, they, they smell. Worms do. And uh, I know that he made, uh, it was a part-time job. He worked for GE. And I think he said he made 297000 a year on the worms. <laughs> right. Well, it can't be much to 
the worm farm. What do, what do worm? I seriously don't know this. What do they? What do what? what I don't know. It's mean? garbage, maybe. I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that. But I mean, they sell for. I mean, you, he'd open the lid, and there'd be a million of them in there, and they sell for two dollars a dozen. So, I mean, he was probably making some jack. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to do that. Oh, hell no. I ain't doing that. I just go in the backyard. No, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to raise him. No. Nobody wants to do that. No. He, he, he wasn't, he That's why he's making so much money. Nobody wants to do right. it. Right. He didn't grow up wanting to be a worm farmer. No. If there's somebody out there that did that, give us a call. Well, you know, he's kind of like the guy that retrieves golf balls from lakes. You know, somebody wants right. to do that to make extra money. Well, a lot of those people do that because they get free golf. You know, because I know a guy that does that. He built a he, he he bought a house like on the edge of the golf golf course, and part of it is he he drives that little thing around, and he gets to play golf free. And that's just some game. That's just one game I never got into. No, I didn't either. You know, there was a guy who coached when. Uh, Jerry Faust left Moeller and went to right. Notre Dame. Right. The coach that took over coached one year, and he retired, and and he put his time to his golf ball recovery business. And him and his son would scuba dive into the lakes, pull the golf balls up, and then resell them. So, you know, if you're leaving a teaching right. job and a right. coaching job to ret- retrieve, retrieve golf, golf balls, balls, it must be lucrative. Well... I can tell you this. I um, I played golf in a scramble once. In a scramble. No, I played several times in scrambles for charities. And so you play 18 holes. Well, you turn around on the ninth, and I would usually just go inside and just quit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just don't find it that interesting. And it's, um, and it's and it's yeah. like it's like a dozen things you have to do. You have to have the glove and the markers and the and the bag and the towels and you got to have the right shoe and you got to have this and you have to sign the card or initial the card unless it's not official. You know what I mean? And I, I and then they have these guys that have the range finders and I'm like, yeah, I don't. Just, it was just too much for me. It's too, and plus I I don't like to walk. You know, if I can ride the golf cart, that's fun, driving around in the golf cart. I really don't want to walk around in the heat. Well, that's the other thing. I'm not a fan of the heat, so, you know, I, that that took away from it. But, I, you know, I did it for charity. And maybe uh, when things get back to normal, the Core Extra podcast will sponsor a hole. Yeah. Because you can sponsor holes on these charity events. And that's, oh, absolutely. That's the only way I ever did it. But I can't uh, – I, I tried to get into it because – People that I knew would be like, "Oh man, this golf is so relaxing." I'm like, "No, no, no." Sitting in the, sitting here on the core extra studio veranda is relaxing with the with the uh, Zen water fountain in the back. That's relaxing. But um, no, yeah, we're back. I didn't mention that, but we are back here on the veranda. We probably are never going to go in. St- well, in the wintertime, yeah, we'll be we in are. studio. But I'll tell you what: if it stays like this, we'll be out here all the time. All the time, right here on the veranda. We're overlooking. You can hear the fountain. Uh, you, unfortunately, you can also hear somebody doing yard work. But yeah. <laughs> right next door. Because we're in the city. We're right in the city. And um, here in a second, I'm sure we'll hear the core extra 
jet fly over. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's loud. I think they fly. I think the jets around here fly at about four hundred feet. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. Oh, they're just skimming the surface of the trees. Hopefully, one will go by before we get done. But well, well let's uh, let's recap. This is one of our shorter shows because we wanted to do our. We wanted uh, to make awards. sure we get that award out. So yeah, this was so, uh, this was a short one. Let's see. We have. Um, our awards go to best pet shop, best local pet shop. Right. Or, I'm sorry. Best non. What the hell's the word I want to use? Not the uh, Lo- locally owned. Just say yeah, locally, locally owned. owned. Okay, so say just say best locally. Yeah, don't owned. cut that out. Just leave it in. Okay, I'll leave it. All right. <laughs> best locally owned pet shop. People like to hear our when we mess up, so that's kind <laughs> right. of the funny part, you know? Right. So best locally owned pet shop is Growing Trade Pet and Plant. Yes. Great. Make sure you go there. And the best bait shop slash with a restaurant in it, right. which there were only two in the category, right. was, was Casey's well, Bait Shop and Restaurant. Well, you know, that other one must be really bad. <laughs> I tried to coy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want a coy sandwich from that other Nuh-uh. one. No, no, no. No, no. you want to go with Casey. The other place especially, though, is Crawdad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm just not into that. Well, the other the other name for this award is Places Kurt Will Never See. <laughs> that's, the, that's the real award. <laughs> I'm seeing if I can get DoorDash from Casey's. <laughs> All right. The award for places that Kurt will never step foot in is... No, I'm not going to bam out Casey. No, we're not going to bam out Casey because Casey won an award. That's right. Casey won an award. That's right. Good for Casey. That should, by just being mentioned on our podcast, will triple his business. Easy. There will be six people in there tonight. Easy. (laughs) Ask McDonald's. Yeah. Look what we did for them. We mentioned their name. The sign changed overnight. Now they have billions, sir. Billions. <laughs> All right, we're rattling down. Yep. So what have we learned? We already recovered, recapped what we learned. So the only thing left to do is for me to say, I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. And thanks for listening. See you guys later.